there's three particular things I think that are are, are contributing to this dysfunctionality, and and they it's not something new. I think it's just been intensified, and uh, they're not in any particular form of priority. But uh, corruption is first of all one of them. I mean, you've just been talking tenderization. We've seen it across the board. Uh, this is a, a cancer that's eaten away at our local government. Um, and the other one is capacitation. Uh, we have so many people in positions in local government that are simply not qualified, that are simply there uh, for other purposes other than servicing and, and doing their job. Uh, they're not capable and they're certainly in, in many cases not willing uh, to do what they're necessarily supposed to do. And, and the third thing is they're called politicization, which is, of course, uh, where, where we have a situation where the ruling party, whatever that ruling party is in that municipality, uh, and the dominant ones uh, are basically deploying their people uh, for political purposes, for factional battles, for other things, other than obviously what it's supposed to be for, which is to do the job. So if we look at those three, they're certainly not the only three, but I think those are the key elements uh, that contribute to total dysfunctionality. Mm-hmm. Those triple three, the three key elements, but what are the root causes then that have contributed to the current state of affairs in our municipalities? Basically, I mean, look, uh, it's, it's uh, a politics. I mean, when you say politics in the big P uh, and a lack of political will to deal with these kinds of things, we have a situation where we have a political class uh, that, uh, as one of your, your callers say, simply does not care. Uh, they have lost touch with people. They have, they have uh, created a bubble around themselves. And so their, their reference points are about what's good for me, what's good for the party, what's good for my, uh, my, my group or my crew or what my, 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 my sort of uh, you know, friends and others in my circle. And the people are secondary. Uh, service is secondary. Professionalism is secondary. The public service is secondary. So this is the problem fundamentally is we have a politics that has completely been divorced from a democratic dispensation, a democratic service. And then you get all those symptoms that I just mentioned then that rise to the surface as a result of that. And, and I would say that our political body politics is rotten. Uh, that's the fundamental problem. And it's gone deeper and deeper over the years to the point where we have now not just maybe a handful, but a large portion of our municipalities, including some fairly sizable ones like Mangaung, uh, that are you know, deemed dysfunctional and now require massive intervention from the central state. Uh, and that's, that's a serious crisis. And why do you think, Doctor, there's a fundamental disconnect then between how municipalities are supposed to function and how the councils conduct their business? Well, I, you know, it, it goes all the way back to a, a situation where if we look, you know, from the 1990s and people go, well, you know, uh, local government used to serve, we used to get our services. Well, wh- wh- why did we do that? Why, why, how do we have a situation where we had a, fun, you know, good functioning municipalities is because we have a situation where those that are in charge and those that are getting elected uh, feel some kind of compunction to deliver. They, they feel a democratic pressure. They feel that as though there is some kind of commitment, not only to the Constitution, but to a public service. And I think if we look, at the, if we look globally, it's not just South Africa, but if we look globally, what we have is we have a situation where those that have become, um, those that are in positions of government and positions of power, have simply become, I actually say, they've become completely a law unto themselves. We have a mentality, I think it is, which sees political office as simply one for personal or class gain or party gain. And that's it. And when that fissure happens between the democratic uh, 
the sanction and the, the, the social sanction that says, no, if you don't do your job, you're going to get fired. If you don't do your job, you're going to get voted out of office. That has, we, we've lost that. So there's no fear anymore. There's impunity because people feel as though it's not going to matter what they do anymore. And that speaks to the, the, the fabric of our democracy unraveling. It's not simply about bad individuals and replacing a few people. It's about a system that has become completely divorced from its intention. Some people at local level suggest that, you know, municipalities used to employ a lot of people and there was no tendering system at the point in time of the old government and even before 94. So the point is, what has happened then? Has that system, cater deployment and the tendering system, perhaps destroyed municipalities? I certainly think it's a major contributing factor. But let's be honest. I mean, in the apartheid days, there was a lot of cronyism. There was a lot of a corruption going on. There was a lot of backsliding tenderization to people who were with, it was just a different kind of, of, of it was a white mafia and a, a white nationalist Afrikaner mafia versus uh, an ANC mafia, for example, or a DA mafia in the Western Cape or whatever it is. So there's a lot of continuity and that's fundamentally one of our problems is that we inherited under apartheid a legacy of corruption in politics. That's what we inherited, and we never really fundamentally dealt with it. What we did is we changed our institutions. Uh, we, we one person, one vote. We had the democratic legitimacy. But underneath the, the intent of, of getting into political office, I think there was a honeymoon period. But after that, it basically went back to its roots. And that's what I was fundamentally, and I have argued this, is that we never dealt with the roots of the problem. And so the roots are coming back up to the surface once again. We haven't rooted out a fundamental corrupt relationship that we inherited over 30 years ago. So what then, doctor, needs to be done to strengthen municipal financial accountability, number one, and provide services? Well, uh, the first thing is an emergency uh, measures, which are, of course, the, 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 which we've done over the years. You know, deploy people from nationals, get in there, at least stem the, you know, the, the bloodletting, should we say, at least get things back on to some degree of track from national intervention. In other words, take those people out of the situation that are causing that problem, uh, fundament, at least the key uh, areas in, in terms of financial and political management, and do that. That's the, that's the initial step. But beyond that, we've seen if that simply becomes what is done, it just reverts back to the same a few years later. Uh, so what we need here, and this is where the difficult ask is, because it's about politics. It's, simply, it's not just simply about you know, uh, changing one municipality and, and, as I said, you know, deploying d- different individuals there. And until we have a situation where the body politic, in other words, the majority of the people feel as though they want a fundamental political change and they vote out, in this case, the ruling party, or whatever that ruling party, in our case, it's mostly the ANC, and put in people that they believe are going to do the things that they promised to do and they've elected them to do, we're going to have the same cyclical combination. It won't necessarily always be the ANC, it'll be some other political party, because politics has become a situation where the political parties feel as though they don't have to pay the price of their incompetence, of their corruption, of their deprofessionalization.